Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Draw me close to you. Never let me go And lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm a friend You are my desire No one else will do No one else will do Good day. The Almighty Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you. If you don't believe in the Creator, the Almighty has said regarding you, why would I want someone to spend eternity with me when they do not believe I exist? If you're a believer, he said concerning you, why would I want someone to be close to me in heaven? which inherently means I will give them great prestige and authority if they do not have a deep personal relationship with me and have not proven to me that they can be trusted in this life. So depending on where you are, you might like to think about both of those, either of those points, whichever applies to you. It really is so that if you do not have a deep relationship with Father, you will be deeply, deeply disappointed on the day that you die. Today we're going to continue with our message on seven components of drawing close to the Almighty Creator. This is part nine, and we're looking at component five, worship, continued from last week. The Almighty has said regarding worship that worship relies on the right heart attitude and appropriate words with anointed music. An overview of tonight's program. We will look at our behaviors and way of life as potentially being acts of worship towards Father. We'll speak about worshiping at every possible opportunity. I will say that the anointing increases dramatically when one worships for a longer duration. I will also say that different versions of the same song can be dressed, have drastically differing levels of anointing, even when sung by the same praise leaders. 
I will share some points about my collection of songs, which is available on the website. And we will look in more detail at substituting incorrect words and particularly incorrect names. To remind you, the Almighty has said, worship relies on the right heart attitude and appropriate words with anointed music. Introduction, who am I? Dr. James Robertson, I'm an engineer with a doctorate in, in civil engineering. I've got 26 years experience of actively seeking to draw close to the Almighty, following a dramatic encounter with him on the 12th of March 1993 when he spoke to me audibly and I knew at that moment beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was real and that he existed and that I'd messed up my life by not following him. End Time Issue Ministries is the organizational vehicle for delivering my message through email articles to mailing lists, uh, through websites, through this radio program and shortly through physical books. What is this program? The Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you, represents the essence of my message. It's why we exist, it's what we're here for, it's what you're here for. And my goal is to tell you about it, it's to raise your awareness, it's to challenge you and encourage you to go all out to form a deep relationship with the Almighty Creator and seek to earn a high throne in heaven for eternity. See my website in www.endtimeissueministries.org. That's Endtime Issue Ministries, one word, uh, for more information. www.endtimeissueministries.org. <clears throat> Questions from last week's program. How can you mend the sins of the past? Well, strictly speaking, you can't mend them. You can make restitution. You can make right. If you've stolen something, you can return it. Uh, Father might require you to return it two or threefold. Uh, but if you've injured somebody or if you've killed somebody or you've broken somebody, something, you can't really mend it, but you can receive forgiveness. You can go to the person that you've wronged and ask them to forgive you, you can repent and do whatever you can to make right. And more importantly, you can go to Father Yah in the name of Yeshua, that's one you may know as Jesus, and repent, ask for forgiveness of your sin and turn around. So it's available to you at any time through the covenant of Yeshua if you are a believer to receive forgiveness for sin in the past or sin that you committed that instant. How do we get forgiven for the sins we've done? Very straightforward. In its simplest form, if it's something small, you just say, Father, I'm really sorry for that. Please forgive me. If it's anything significant, take the bread and wine, what you may know as communion, and pray once you, when you take the wine. Father, I recall that on the night that he was betrayed, Yeshua took the cup and gave it to those who followed him and said, drink ye all of this. For this is my blood of the new covenant shed for you and for many for forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you shall drink it in remembrance of me. And then you just say, Father, I, as I take this, this cup, as I partake of this wine or red grape juice, I come to you in the, in the name of Yeshua and I ask you for forgiveness. I ask you to wash away my sin. 
doesn't matter how serious the sin is, Father will forgive you if you come in that way. Question three, I'm in my late 60s. Is it too late for me to start fixing my ways? Absolutely not. I'm in my, I'm 65. Um, absolutely not. You can fix your ways up to the moment that you die. You can start. Father will give you grace. If you turn around now, realize that you've made a mess of things, to realize that you need to clean up your act. Father will meet you. He will do everything he can to help you. You just need to make the decision and you need to step out uh, with a strong resolve to deal with the issues. Question number four. Do we need to clean up all past relationships? Yes, you do. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can go and look up people that you've wronged. You may not be able to contact them, uh, but you certainly need to repent of the wrongs that you've done. And as I've just discussed. Five, how many times do we have to shave the hair away? Well, you don't have to shave the hair. It's a symbolic act uh, as part of cleansing. I strongly recommend it. And that said, I've only done it once. Um, I don't think it's something that you need to do repeatedly. It's a way of dislodging demons and just generally cleaning up. Question six, can we really be forgiven if we try to turn things around? Absolutely, you can be totally forgiven for your sin. Uh, as I say, you may still have to deal with consequences, but that's a separate issue. Uh, but Father will forgive you and he will help you to chart a new course and walk a new road. What is the question seven? What is the order this cleaning is done? Well, basically in the order that I've presented it. But again, as I've said before, there's no recipe book. Go with it in whatever flow works for you. I was uh, talking to somebody a few a week or so ago who's just been on a seven-day fast and gone through most of the cleansing processes, and he didn't have access to a body of water where he could immerse, so he immersed in a shower. Not ideal but Father said that it was permissible. Go with the flow. Do what you find to do today. Do what you feel impressed to do today. There is no cost in concrete recipe. I'd like to elaborate a bit on what I said last week um, because it did crop up that somebody wasn't clear. When you are conceived, at the moment of conception, a guardian messenger or guardian angel is allocated to every human being on the planet. That messenger follows that human being for their entire time on earth until they die. They keep a record of whatever that person does, the right, the wrong, the sins, what they say, and reports all of that on the day of judgment to heaven, to the court of heaven, when you are judged. That messenger, if you are a believer, will also try and protect you wherever they can, provided you don't have sin that has made whatever is going wrong in your life possible. The second messenger is given only if you're a believer, and that is a satanic messenger, a satanic angel, fallen angel, is given to watch you and to try and trip you up. Uh, to when you sin, to report that sin to the court of heaven and secure judgments against you. Uh, and there's nothing you can do about either of those messengers. You cannot tell them to go. Father will not tell them to go. You are stuck with those two messengers. So you need to understand that if you say things, do things that are out of line, you're going to have two messengers recording that 
and reporting it back, one to, to the court of heaven um, directly and one to the hierarchy of the satanic realm. Also important to understand that demons are forced to oppress believers and unbelievers on pain of torture. They have no choice and no way out. On death, unbelievers are shown the lake of fire and brimstone, which leads to destruction in a moment of terror and torment, and are told that this is their final destination if Satan loses the contest, and therefore they'd better shape up and do everything they can to make sure that Satan loses, that Satan wins and that Yah loses. They're also shown heaven and told they will never make it to heaven and that they've been lied to, and a lot of uh, ancestor spirits, a lot of demons are very angry about that and don't want anybody else to go to heaven. They're also told that they cannot tell their loved ones that are still alive the truth on pain of extreme torture. So even if your granny, who's a lovely, caring, loving woman, um, but an unbeliever, dies and realizes she's made a terrible mistake and that you need to go to heaven, she can't tell you that. Otherwise, she will be subject to the most horrible torture. So the reality of death as an unbeliever is far worse than most people can conceive. To carry on with worship, component five. Last week, we started to discuss worship and stress that worship is making love to Father Yah. We also noted that use of the wrong names, worshipping Jesus, etc., were an abomination in the sight of the Creator and should be avoided at all costs. If you are serious about your relationship with Father Yah, the almighty Creator of the heavens and the earth, it is vital to understand that worship is now a non-negotiable part of your daily life. You worship Yah through active, direct worship taking time apart in a quiet place, removing yourself from distractions and actively singing to Father either with your own words if you're musically inclined or singing along with songs like those that I use of which there are copies available for download off the website. You also worship Yah through everything you do in your life that is pleasing to Him, your entire lifestyle. On a broader front, you worship him by discontinuing all behaviors, habits, traditions, rituals, etc. that are not pleasing to him. That can require significant adjustment and at the most basic level relates to the TV that you watch, the radio that you listen to, what entertainment you partake of, what you read, and all sources of information, who you socialize with, etc. If you take this really seriously, you will soon find that there is very little other than basic documentaries and similar programs that you want to watch. I reached a point many years ago where having asked Father to let me know his heart and experience his feelings, I found myself sitting in theater performances and watching movies where I would feel his anger or his grief or other feelings at what was being portrayed to the point now where I've not been to the theater or movies for many years and only watch a very limited range of documentaries on TV for a short space of time. It's entirely up to you. He does not demand that you do not do these things. He's entirely committed to you exercising your free will. Understand only that you have the entire say over whether you draw closer to him or draw away from him. 
What I'm writing here, I'm writing for those who've made a serious decision to serve the Almighty. For the rest, this will not make sense. Worship with your spirit. Taking the above points further, worship can and should include the following. In considering what I have to say, it is important to understand that one worships with one's spirit, not one's intellect. I've been playing some of my collection of songs almost daily, in some cases for about 19 years, and I, some even more actually, now I think of it. And I'm not conscious of knowing the words, even though some I've listened to thousands, maybe tens of thousands of times. Worship is something you do with your heart, not your intellect. The role of your intellect in worship is to get out of the way so your spirit can connect with our Father in heaven. Just as a matter of interest, a, a few days ago I was talking to somebody about one of these songs, and uh, I couldn't for the life of me remember the words. I could remember the sense of the song. It was about um, the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, Kodesh separated Holy Spirit um, being welcome, but I could not remember the words and, and I sing that song along with this, the recording pretty much every day but it's my spirit that's singing not my head, not my intellect in the same way that uh, if I'm caught unprepared and not in the groove so to speak, I battle to remember a lot of the prayers that I pray because I pray them in the spirit I pray them by my spirit, I don't pray them with my intellect and I commend you to walk in that, to seek to walk that way. Some specific measures regarding worship. Play worship music in your home all the time that you're awake. Play your choice of songs. I play, play those that I'm going to talk about in the next program on repeat constantly throughout my home. I play on low volume on earphones while I sleep. I'm not listening to them. I can't hear them but Father can hear them. Pray, Father, I ask you to make my home your home. I choose to make my home a safe haven for you from the tumult and sin of the world. And I choose to play songs to soothe you in my home, whether I'm at home or not. I've been doing this for around 17 years. When I had a larger house, I had loudspeakers in my living area and in the kitchen and even when I go, and I, and I still have a, a hi-fi in the room where I live now. When I go away, even for a lengthy period, I leave the songs playing. So the Father has a set-apart, sanctified place where he can rest. Sing along with these songs whenever you can, either in your heart or out loud, even if you only have a few segments, seconds for a fragment of anointed song. I can't stress this enough. This world is such a mess. Father is so lonely. Please do everything you can to make him feel welcome, to, feel, to let him know that he's loved, to give him something somewhere where what's happening is pleasing to him. He's out there with everybody on the planet. He's all over the planet. In him we live and move and have our being. He is immersed in all the rubbish that's going on out there, all the sin. Make your place 
a place where he is welcome and he doesn't have to stress with all these things. Let's talk a bit about worship while traveling. Play worship songs in your car. Instead of listening to the radio, news, etc., play the same songs or different songs as those in your home as you're inclined. I have a CD in my car on repeat, and when the car is running, unless I've got a, somebody in the car with me, I'm listening to these songs. Please note that I say songs and not music. Music without words may feel good, sound good, but it's absolutely useless as worship. If you're going to play music, then sing words to the music. But music on its own is just entertainment. It's not worship. Songs with deep meaning is worship. I use the same collection because I really have concluded that they're the only songs worth singing. If you're alone in the car, you can sing aloud at the top of your voice without inhibitions. If you travel on public transport or walk a lot or even when you go to the shops, Load the songs of your choice on your mobile phone and play the songs through earphones. And where you think of it, song, sing along, either in your heart or out loud. When you need to talk, remove the earphones from your ears and leave them dangling with the songs still playing. Father can enjoy the songs even when you're not listening. Folks, it's a mindset. You can look at what I'm saying to you and say, oh, but that's onerous, that's difficult, how can I do all of that? Well, maybe it's not for you. Or you can look at it and say, oh, those are good ideas. I can get closer to Father that way. I can bring him joy that way. I'm going to do that, absolutely. It's entirely up to you. It's no, you're not forced to do it. Just do it out of your free will because you love him. Let's talk about worship at work. Note that it does not matter if you're thinking of other things and doing other things. Just have the songs playing quietly in the background. Father is always there and your spirit will always hear and sing along, even though you're not conscious of it. If you take this to the full extent and your work situation is one in which you sit alone working for significant periods of time, you can listen to worship songs in the background with earphones while doing your work. Conversely, if you listen to other music, etc., you will take on whatever comes to you through those sources, which will generally not help you to get close to Father. Again, it's a matter of choice. As I just to elaborate it, when I'm at work, I have my um, mobile phone in my top pocket. I, I permanently have earphones on my mobile phone. Um, if I'm not able to listen, I just have the earphones dangling over my shoulders with the music playing for Father. And any moment, if I go to the bathroom uh, for a comfort break just for a minute or two, I plug the earphones in, listen to the songs. If I stop and talk to somebody, I take them out again. I'm sure the people at work wonder what's going on, but I don't really worry about it. I just want to worship Father at every possible opportunity. Again, I say you don't have to do that, but if you really want to get close, those are things that you can do, and I strongly commend them if you're taking this seriously. We've spoken about this before, but it's so important I'm going to talk about it again. We must repent of wrong words. We must stop using wrong words. 
just going back to the previous point, the more you worship Father in every possible way, the closer you will become to him and the easier you will find it to serve him. You will also find that provided you are praying daily for his guidance, you can get by with very little input in the way of news, etc. He's able to ensure that you receive important information that you really need if you have the amuna or faith, trust and belief to trust him for that level of guidance. Remember, he wants to be part of everything that you do, provided, of course, that you're not engaging in sinful activities. If you download the songs listed at the end in the next uh, broadcast, you will find that they contain wrong words, specifically God, the Lord, and the Lamb. There simply are almost no songs that are free of these errors. Pray and ask Father to forgive you for playing songs with wrong words, and when you sing them, substitute for the right words that are given after this. I shared with you last time that Father made the analogy of people who worship using the names God, the Lord, and, and worship Jesus. Um, as uh, being comp comparable to uh, a, a, a woman who's, uh, on the one hand, with worshipping Jesus, is comparable to um, to a woman making love to her son in front of her husband, and the the, the wrong names is comparable to a, a woman crying out the name of the worst enemy of her husband as her husband makes love to her in the bed. Uh, I hope I don't offend you with those, but those are analogies that Father has given me. And they're, they're okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No They're terrible. Sorry about that. I lost my place. <clears throat> Sometimes Father may ask you to worship with the same song for an entire day. Not that you're going to sing it the whole time, but that you'll have it playing. Sometimes Father may ask you to leave the same song playing for an entire day because it soothes him and because it will strengthen you in whatever way he intends, either through the words or the anointing of the song or both. Remember that if you want to draw close to Father, being filled with his spirit, that is anointed. This is key. And remember what I said about uh, worship being lovemaking. As you worship, you draw Father towards you, you draw closer to Father, and He pours His Spirit into you. If you are really an anointed one, if you really are filled with His Spirit, if you are really seeking to draw close to Him, He will fill you with His Spirit. And that's the anointing of His Spirit that will give you wisdom, that will give you um, counsel, that will give you healing, that will give you deliverance, that will help you to be really effective in whatever it is you do in your life day by day. It'll give you favor. 
It's so important, folks. Don't just believe in a static intellectual way. Believe in a deep spiritual way and be filled with Father Spirit. The anointing increases dramatically when you worship for a longer duration. Having worshipped for an hour at a time for many years, Father impressed on me many years ago to worship him for an hour and a half whenever possible. Subsequently, about five years ago, I moved to worshipping for two hours. I found that the intensity with which the anointing flows increases significantly with this increased duration. It is much stronger in the last hour. It is so that for the first half an hour at least, one is frequently distracted and thinking of things that need doing. So it's advisable to have a pad or note paper so that you can jot down headlines as they come up while you're worshipping. The goal is to free your mind so that you can focus on your. By writing short notes, you clear your mind rather than trying to remember till the end of the worship session. Note that these thoughts as you are worshipping are frequently the leading of Yah as you draw close to him. So he, as you get closer to him, he's more able to communicate with him, with you. And, and for so many of us, worship is the time that we get closest to Father. So it's the time he can most directly lead you if you're not in a place where you can hear him all the time. That said, you should also, in addition to worship, be getting on your knees and listening to him or even just sitting in a chair and talking to him. I talk to him when I go to bed. I talk to him when I'm driving. I talk to him all the time. Uh, worship just helps you to get that little bit closer to him. In my experience of worship, it is only towards the end of the first hour that I come into a place of close connection with Father and therefore a stronger flow of his spirit. Accordingly, I encourage you to seek to worship for an hour and a half or two hours or even longer whenever you can. If you can only manage half an hour or an hour right now, that is fine. It really is up to you to craft your relationship in a way that works for you, realizing that your decisions will impact where you get to in your relationship with Father. It's no different to progressing in a corporate setting. If you desire promotion, you need to be diligent and good at your job. It is the same with Father. If you desire promotion, you need to be diligent and good at serving Him. I also encourage you to consider taking on a discipline of worshipping every day at the start of the day. It is my consistent experience that when one exercises this discipline, that the day and the week go more smoothly because I'm more in tune with my Father in heaven and he knows all things. He has great wisdom. So a little a few minutes ago, I made the comment that you should pr probably find that you will cut back on TV, radio, etc. And you may have wondered, well, what am I going to do if I don't watch TV, etc. Well, one of the things that you can do if you don't watch TV is to worship and to pray and to read anointed writings. There's a huge amount that you can do once you refocus your life to say, I want to get close to my Father in heaven and I'm going to do everything that I can to get close to him. 
So you have your day job, which is what pays the rent and pays the bills and pays for the car, etc. And then after hours, you worship him and you may get involved in ministry. So you may start preaching, you may start teaching, you may start writing, you may build a website, any number of things you can do to draw others into relationship with Father. It's an interesting observation with the different versions of the same song. The level of anointing on the same song is a function of the anointing of the singers and musicians and the assembly of people they're playing to. It is possible to have the same song sung by the same singer and the same group and for one recording to be highly anointed and another at another time to carry little or no anointing. This is so important. Don't follow a man or woman. Follow Yah and regard all the others, all of us, including myself, as simply people who can help you or hinder you in your journey with Father. I want to talk a bit about my collection of songs and we'll talk more about this next week and I spoke about this in some detail several months ago. As mentioned previously, over the years I've built up a small collection of songs which have really appropriate words and which or which are relatively highly anointed. I'm not saying there are no others out there, but I am saying I've found them to not found them or been led to them. And that said, I have rejected hundreds of songs. Just as a matter of example, um, some years ago I downloaded a whole lot of um, songs from a very anointed uh, praise leader in the United States from a meeting that he'd recorded in Canada and also some of his other recordings. And Father said to me that the, the songs as sung at the meeting in Canada were far more highly anointed than any of the songs recorded by that same group at any other meeting because there was a strong uh, anointing on the congregation at that particular meeting. So important to be led by Father in choosing what you listen to. Coming back to my collection of songs, uh, even this collection of songs that I've said to you are available for download on the website contain error at some level, particularly with regard to God and the Lord. Certain key words are not correct, but I do not have the musical prowess or the technical skills to do much about it. I substitute these words with the words that are listed in the document, recommended worship at all times, to such an extent that I make the substitutions without thinking and hardly hear the wrong words. Father has indicated to me that he understands my constraint and is greatly pleased by my discipline of substituting the right words. I encourage you to adopt the same discipline. I do not think I could have the relationship I have with Yah were it not for constantly listening to and singing along with a small collection of highly inspired and anointed songs. Accordingly, I commend these songs to you and encourage you to follow the links, download the songs and record them onto whatever medium will allow you to play them at every possible opportunity. I would go so far as to encourage you to progressively distance yourself from almost all other songs and music except that which is truly anointed worship, such as this collection. Once again, you can say to me, but that's extreme, and, and I make no apology, it is extreme. Father is extreme. 
He's extremely good. He's extremely kind. He's extremely generous. He's extremely loving. And it's disgusting the way virtually the entire planet treats him. So I do whatever I possibly can to make him feel loved and welcome because I love him and I, and, and I value my relationship with him and I encourage you to do the same. Remember that as a believer on the day of your judgment, immediately following your death, you must give account for every single thought, word and deed, including what you listened to and how you fed your spirit. I have confidence that this collection of songs will stand you in good stead on that day. That day is the day your entire life should focus on, how you will be judged, the unrepented sin that you will suffer torment for, the level of your obedience and relationship with Father that will determine whether you find yourself as a worker of iniquity in the outer darkness, a foolish virgin, an adulterous wife, a wise steward, a good and faithful servant, an overcomer, or a friend. Remember that it is a progression as you climb the mountain to draw close to Yah. Remember too that there are many vacancies for positions of high esteem and authority in heaven and contrast this with the over 100 billion who have served Satan and the congestion around the positions of high office in the satanic kingdom. It is up to you to choose where you will be for eternity. That is a very long time to live with the consequence of bad choices now, especially choices like, I do not have time to worship Yah and draw close to Him. Remember that the ultimate sin is not to have, not to have a relationship with your Creator. Folks, there's so little awareness today of the fact that this life is a test. It's a, it's determines where you're going to spend eternity, what level you're going to spend eternity. Are you going to be on a throne? Are you going to be in the outer darkness? It's cold, it's dark. People are weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth. It's a horrible place. And it isn't something that Yah created to put people in. It's all that was left over when he was faced with these unbelieving believers who make a decision once and then do nothing to serve him. Let's talk a bit about assessing, accessing recommended worship songs. In the document on worship, I list the words of some of the songs with adjustments, and where I do not give the words, I give commentary. In the list, there are links to download the songs individually, and also as a WinZip compressed zip file at the end of the list. There's a web page on the main menu where you can access these links directly. In fact, the, the link in, the, in the, the document is not working. You'll need to go to the website uh, to, to access the, the full set of worship files, the individual uh, worship files. I think the links are working. If for some reason the download links do not work, use the Google search engine to search for lyrics and the first line or two of the words of the song and you will almost certainly find a range of versions to download from YouTube or elsewhere. Be selective in which version you download. Pray and ask Father to guide you. Some versions are much more anointed than others. Let's talk a bit about word substitutions. The following word substitutions are recommended relative to the songs that I'm going to share with you to, in the next broadcast. Jesus. 
In those songs, I've removed all references to Jesus. It is highly offensive to Father to worship Jesus or Yahshua or sing to him or about him. Jesus is a pagan, that is, satanic name, and is now the name of a demonic mastermind who receives all worship directed to Jesus and gains power and authority every time he is worshipped. This demon was known as Zeus, Z-E-U-S, in previous millennia. The true name of the prophet from Nazareth was Yeshua, meaning Yah's salvation. When Satan was in order for Satan to be sent to the pit for a thousand years in 2003, it was necessary for all grace for the wrong names to be withdrawn, and therefore you can no longer worship Jesus or, or worship the Bible or use these wrong words and get away with it. You will be judged. That's why so many anointed men and women of the, of the 90s have fallen away in the present uh, season. God is the name of a pagan deity. The accurate translation of the word generally translated God is Mighty One, with capital letters for Yah, Mighty One. For others, Satan is a Mighty One, Yeshua is a Mighty One, or Almighty, depending on context. But these words generally do not fit the music. Substitute with Yah, the true essential name of the Almighty, or El, the Hebrew meaning My Beloved Mighty One as fits best with the music. The Lord is an accurate translation of the pagan, that is, satanic name, Baal, and is an abomination in the sight and ears of the Almighty. The Hebrew word translated the Lord is generally actually Yahweh, frequently inaccurately translated as Yahweh. Substitute for the Lord and, and Lord with Yahweh or Yahweh or Yah, as fits best with the music. Over the last 26 years, I've narrowed my choice of worship songs down to a collection of about 20 songs, many of which I've been using almost exclusively for the best part of this period because the vast majority of songs in my substantial collection of over 50 CDs are simply not suitable or not effective. A few new songs have been added in recent years, but overall the collection has remained largely static. Every now and again, I come across a new singer or new album and hope to find something to add to my core collection, but generally I'm disappointed and return to the core set. And even then, the language in that core set is all with regard to God, the Lord, and there are some references to Jesus which are inappropriate. But at least the bulk of the words are appropriate and have value in terms of helping one to draw close to Father Yah and not cause him undue grief and hurt through their use. There is a huge need for an anointed worship group to record songs with the correct names and correct lyrics, but I've yet to meet anyone who cares enough to do anything about the situation. These three word substitutions are non-negotiable if you are serious about serving our Almighty Father in Heaven. To refer to what he has to say about these items that I reported last week and I spoke about it a, a few minutes ago. Folks, if you love Father Yah, if you want to get close to him, if you want to sit on a high throne for eternity, do not call him God or the Lord, and do not worship Jesus, do not use the word Jesus, do not worship the Bible. 
if you do not comply with those minimum requirements, you are never going to become an overcomer at the end of your death. Or if you do qualify for other reasons, you will spend a lot of time in hell dealing with your sin. The following words are commonly used but have pagan origins and, and they substitute for Hebrew words that are more accurate. They cause Father Yah distress when they're used, although not to the nearly the same extent as God, the Lord, and Jesus. In your early days of seeking to draw close, you may ignore the words that follow, but if you're serious about drawing really close, I counsel you to make the substitutions made out, set out here. The Hebrew word commonly translated holy is Kodesh. This word can generally be substituted without difficulty. So where you would say holy, 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 you say Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. That's Q-O-D-E-S-H. Glory. The Hebrew word commonly translated glory is frequently Kabad. This word can generally be substituted without difficulty. In some cases, esteem works. The Lamb, references to the Lamb are references to Yeshua, Jesus, as I've said, you shouldn't call him Jesus, and should be avoided. Substitute with Yahweh for only Yahweh, meaning Yah, the eternally self-existing, the true name of the Almighty Creator, is worthy of worship. As I said, these three words are not ideal, Try and avoid them, but get the primary issues dealt with first. Don't worship Jesus. Don't call him Jesus. His name is Yeshua. Do not call the Almighty God. Do not call the Almighty the Lord. His name is Yah, the eternally self-existing, or Yahweh, or Yahweh. Folks, how would you like it if your family called you by the name of your worst enemy? Please, just don't do it. So to recap, we've looked at the fact that our behaviors and way of life can potentially be acts of worship towards Father. We've spoken about worshiping at every possible opportunity, literally for a few seconds as you go to the bathroom at work. We said that the anointing increases dramatically when one worships for a longer duration. We said that different versions of the same song can have drastically different levels of anointing, even when sung by the same praise leaders. I shared some points about my collection of songs, which is available on the website and that we'll be looking at in more detail next week. We looked in more detail at substituting incorrect words and particularly incorrect names. To remind you, the Almighty has said, anointed worship relies on the right heart attitude and appropriate words with anointed music. I hope that this broadcast has challenged you to think differently about how you spend your time, to think differently about how you worship, and I really hope that by now, if you've listened to these broadcasts on a regular basis, you are seriously considering taking measures to get close to Father, if you've not already done so. Also repeat what I've said before. There are no entry-level requirements. 
it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what your race is, what your nation is, what your language is, what the color of your skin is, whether you're short or tall, whether you speak English or some other language. It really doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, whether you're educated or not. Father wants to become your friend. He wants you to become his friend. Some key documents. Uh, all of these are now on the main menu of the website. The Creator desires a deep personal relationship with you near the bottom of the menu. Seven components in drawing close to the Creator, also near the bottom of the menu. This broadcast is taken from that document. Recommended worship, near the bottom of the menu. Songs that are strongly recommended that I've just been talking about. There are links on those web pages to download the entire set as a zip file. The Creator's name is Yah, the Eternally Self-Existing, at the top of the menu. Where will you spend eternity? What's required in order to qualify to sit on a high throne for eternity, also near the bottom of the menu. All of this available at www.endtimeissueministries.org, Ministries one word. Transcript of nearly all teachings in this series are available on the website at the bottom of the menu on the radio page. Recordings of nearly all of the teachings broadcast so far are available on the radio page and they're also available at http colon forward slash forward slash relationshipwithcreatorradio.com That's relationshipwithcreatoroneword.com Click on the show and then on podcasts and you will find all the recordings there. But the easiest is to go to the website. Books constituting a compilation of most writings published since 1998 are available near the bottom of the menu at the compilation of most writings page and will be physically available soon. I publish regular email articles. Email james at endtimeissueministries.org. That's J-A-M-E-S at endtimeissueministries.org to be added to the list or to seek counsel or prayer or give me feedback. Visit the website and use the Google search, the article keyword cloud, the table of contents, and the article search to locate the information you're looking for. There are also sliders which Father can use to pop up information to get your attention. So in closing, thank you for listening. Please send me your questions on the W4CY webpage. I will answer them in the next broadcast. Please email me to join the mailing list at james at endtimeissueministries.org. If you decide to draw close to the Almighty, please let me know and we can connect by Skype, Zoom, email or telephone so that I can help you with your journey. I hope to connect with you again next week when we will continue to explore how to become a friend of the Creator. Good night. Father, I